0: Welcome to the Man-Child Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John,
1: Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in
2: Cronies of the Man Child Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Jay. And tonight, we're going to review movie roulette. We're going to go to the boardroom tonight. Boys, I felt like I haven't seen you in ages because we pre-recorded some episodes because everybody was moving (laughs) and now everybody's settled. Settled. It's good. Did you, you say we're going to the boardroom? We're going to the boardroom
3: tonight. I am very bored right now, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs>
0: screw you, man. Good job, John. Good job, John. You got it. Nailed it.
2: Nailed it. Bored. Uh, there goes Mike. He's gone. I'm here. Well, we're going to review oh. the movie that got picked in Movie Roulette from last week's episode Champions. Starring Woody Harrelson, about a basketball player who can't cut it anymore, who gets a court order to coach a team of intellectual, dysfunctional, however you want to say it,
0: (laughs) people with special... Intellectually disabled... <laughs> Disabled. They're a, special Olympics. They're, a dis- <laughs> they're a special Olympics basketball team, Ryan. There you go. There you go. Ryan's not used to uh, using such
1: politically correct terms when referring to people of this particular group.
2: Correct. Uh, so, anyways, uh, I will start this off in the quick uh, movie review here. If you ever watched Mighty Ducks and Hoosiers and Ringers, And you combine all three movies together, it's this movie right here. You got a minor league player, or a guy who couldn't cut it, get a court order to coach a team of misfits. Hardball's another one. Good good one, John. And uh, so Woody Harrelson (laughs) has to coach this team. Uh, It has a lot of funny moments in it. A lot of heartwarming moments in it. And... uh, It has its moment in there like every one of these movies where the coach does awesome and then did something bad and then wants to quit and then comes back and they do very good in the end. Yep. Um, yep. But uh, one thing I did like about this movie is I don't have much of a heart as you all know but it is nice for people who aren't around people with disabilities like this to make them realize that these people can do a lot more than what you think they can do. So, Quick question: and that movie What do you mean by
1: these
2: people? Uh, <laughs> people that have intellectual disabilities, Michael. Oh,
0: very good. Okay,
2: because okay. okay. if you don't, if chat. you're not around those people, you don't ever know how to. Um, in my school, I grew up with a few people like that, and we were close with a family uh, with somebody that had. What do you mean,
1: um, like that? <laughs>
2: Yes, exactly. And uh, with that, I think my time's up, so (laughs) gosh darn it, son of a gun. (laughs) Good job, Woody Harrelson. The second best basketball movie of all time. Third best.
0: Third best. I forgot about Semi-Pro. It's funny because we've been sharing a comedian's bit. Um, uh, What's his name? The Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis, and he has a, a pretty funny bit about his uncle with with Down syndrome, and he even calls himself Down syndrome adjacent. He's like, I think I got nicked by it, but uh, the dude is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But he he, he talks about uh, Down syndrome, you know, in, in a way where you know he he's like uh, people who don't have any experience with it. They're like, oh, I mean, oh, I'm really sorry. Are they okay? And he's like, yeah, they're. They're better than anyone I know, like in the world. Like they're absolutely rocking that life right now, and so it's it's just funny when you watch this movie, you definitely um, you get the vibe. So I want to go a little <laughs> bit on the history of this. So it's from Bobby Farley, and if you know anything about Bobby and Peter Farley, they were known as the Farley brothers. And I, you remember, they, there's a two two minute time limit on this, right? No, I need more <laughs> so than isn't that. It, there, they, isn't their name pronounced barely?
2: Isn't their name pronounced Fairly Brothers? Fair. I don't. Fairly. John, you help me out.
0: I don't know. I always say Farley. Farley, but it the could Farley be Brothers. Fairly. I don't I know.
2: Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Fairly.
0: Well, let's go Fairly Brothers. Uh, but their movies literally shaped my childhood. If you guys are like me, I'll name off some quick ones: Dumb and Dumber. Kingpin, which is another Woody Harrelson Kingpin, There's Something About Mary, Me, Myself, and Irene, Osmosis Jones, Shallow how Stuck On You, and The Ringer. Man, and then Michael's number one hot potato movie guest, movie 43. So <laughs> my uh the Fairley brothers gave us all of that. Um it's funny, but so this was Bobby Fairley's first film as a solo director, his brother, Peter, his first solo movie he did was green book, which was the movie with Vigo Mortensen, where he drive. he's the Italian guy and he drives around, um, Mahershala Ali. Who's playing that, uh, famous Bless pianist. You. Um, I don't, I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but green book won an Oscar. And so Peter does his first solo movie wins an Oscar. And Bobby goes, I guess I have been holding him back all these years. <laughs> but uh, Woody Harrelson came to Bobby because this movie, Champions, is actually a remake of a 2018 film, a uh, Spanish film called Campions. Campions. And it so Woody saw that and said, We have to re we have to make this movie for America. He went to Bobby, he pitched it, they fell in love with it. And so, I just I love the uh, backstory on that and how all of it uh, came together. Uh, one frustrating thing for me is continuity errors, and in the very first wow. basketball game that they're playing in the gym. I got really frustrated because anytime they were showing the game on the court, Benny was on the court um, playing. But then when they did a close-up shot of the bench with Woody Harrelson and the players behind him, Benny was always sitting on the bench. And it was just back and forth, Benny playing man. Benny on the bench. And I was like, this, that that was the only thing that frustrated me but I kind of have a tiz for that so I'm like I someone else should have been watching the uh movie and caught that at the end can, but what did we say tiz
1: on when we're talking about this stuff on this episode I don't, I don't know <laughs>
0: We've we've all got our own tizzes it's all good Um, I will say another funny thing, uh, during the street ball scene and a lot of the basketball scenes, they do wide camera angles. So you're watching... Um, several of the champion team um, the friends team they're uh, it's showing them you know dribble pull up shoot threes make it um, you know dribble in do layups it's all these wide shots and then Woody Harrelson's on the court and it's zoomed in close on him dribbling and then he shoots it and it cuts to the basket and it's a zoomed in shot of the basket of the ball going in and so Woody Harrelson was the only person that they didn't show actually shoot and make it and so I thought, white men can't jump anymore? I don't know. Maybe maybe Woody forgot how to play basketball, but they never showed him actually shoot and make it. I thought that was funny. Oh. Uh, anyways, when it came down to it, I really enjoyed this movie. Watched it with my wife. She loved it. Um, kind of a hard hit in the stomach with the one player who he got his intellectual disability from a uh, drunk driving accident. And so he refused to play for Woody Harrelson because he was court ordered because of his DWI. And they didn't shy away from that storyline. That kind of hit me in the gut there. Um, and I thought they did a real good job handling that with, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson apologizing and, um, shout out to the watermelon crawl. Don't drink and drive folks. Uh, anyways, champions, great movie. Loved it. Why was that guy drinking and and driving? Uh, Man-Child Stars? um, I'm going to go four out of five Man-Child Stars. Real good movie. I I highly recommend it.
2: Just one chromosome short of five, huh? (laughs) Uh,
0: For them, Ryan, they would have an extra chromosome. And from
1: a scientific standpoint, (laughs) yes. It's an extra chromosome, not one short.
0: That's Doofus. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it is funny. One of the one of the main characters, uh, Johnny. He's like he's when he first gets met. He's like, "Yeah, I'm one of the extra chrome. I'm one of your uh, extra chromy homies." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That was pretty funny."
3: I watched it. I've seen it once. Don't really want to see it twice. It was an enjoyable movie. It just wasn't the. Uh wasn't the greatest to me. The Ringer was a lot more funnier if we went compare it to its brother. Enjoyed the Ringer a lot more. Thought the comedy was a lot more fast paced and better than that. Probably a little more hard in this one. Uh, Jay covered a lot of points I was going to cover with the remake and Peter and Peter and Bobby Farley. <clears throat> I Won't say much more. I'll give it a three out of five. This
2: was. Right. You know what I don't like about these movies is there. Anytime you do a sports movie like this, it's always the same thing. There's always a, one player who's better than anybody else, who they always have to get on the team. The coach always has a big up and then a down and then he's back. Every movie is written the exact
0: movie. same. Why can't they read make it different? I don't understand it. It's that feel good story. It just it flows well. That's probably one of the reasons why I liked that Adam Sandler one so much because I felt like it didn't fit the mold. It was yeah. it was different. I really liked that movie.
2: Was Hoosiers the first movie that did it
0: like that? You think? Could be or Rudy? I don't know. It was one.
2: Of- <laughs> well, Hoosiers came out before Rudy. <laughs> Michael, what did you? Michael, what did you think of the movie?
1: You know, I thought it was pretty good overall. Um, You guys have covered a lot of the main points. Um, Good heart, stock story, you know, great characters. Cool to see Woody Harrelson in another kind of uh, watered, not watered down, but a a more uh, family-friendly role. Obviously, his career has been more uh, toward the not family-friendly side, although he does have a few mixed in there. I thought it was a solid movie. I'd give it a three and a half out of five stars. Interesting.
0: Interesting. It has a lot of heart. I, I'll, I'll tell you, the movie does have a, a, a ton of heart. Some 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 of the reviews said that they felt like maybe it was a little patronizing at points, but I I, I felt like they did a great job um, with the with the movie. I just I, I I really enjoyed it.
1: With topics like this that are built into the movie, you're not going to make everybody happy.
0: Yeah,
3: Ryan. I'm looking up sports movies right now because you said was Hoosiers the first one to do it. Yeah. Fun fact for you. Yeah. Teen Wolf came out in 1985. Hoosiers came out in 1986. Okay. Go Teen Wolf. Teen
2: uh, Wolf, wolf, wolf was before
0: Hoosiers.
3: <laughs> that blows my mind.
2: Uh it, okay, but it that Teen Wolf did not have the same premise as Hoosiers. Why does the movies.
0: Hoosiers look like it was made like in early 1970 compared to Teen Wolf? Right. Like, no, Hoosiers was based it, in the
2: 50s and 60s.
0: But it, it has the look of that. Like, yeah. So it, I felt like it was a 70s movie. It does look like it was made <clears throat> in
2: the 70s. You're right. Yep. Huh. Yeah, Teen Wolf always had the star player on their team, though. He never left the team or anything.
3: But he wasn't the star player until he... Yeah, he
0: wasn't the star player, not till he became a wolf. Not until he became a wolf. It's still him.
2: Ryan, do we need thing. to watch
3: Teen Wolf? I've watched Teen Wolf
2: several times, and Teen Wolf too. <laughs> and actually, I think the underrated player on Teen Wolf was Chubs. by the way. Scott Renouces using the wolf
3: and quits the basketball team. During the championship game, he arrives to rally his teammates to play yep. without the wolf. <clears throat> yeah, but nothing Tell me has it's to not do with the, the co- same. Nothing Who's has your to do with the coach. <laughs> <laughs> They told the script.
2: This movie has something. I think I can make it better. What's Gene Hackman doing?
3: What if we didn't do a wolf but an alcoholic coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my All right. gosh. All right. Let's go to the boardroom. <laughs> Okay, cronies, we're going to the boardroom. This is where we come up with <clears throat> different movie ideas or sequels, and uh, we get pitched by them, and we decide if it's a uh, a good or not. I literally suck at this <clears throat> game. I can never think of anything good, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let Jay start it off because Jay's had some bangers doing this game.
0: Ah. Oh! Ah oh, Mike, you Mike, obviously oh, you deliver. It's you and me, buddy. Yeah, it's it is you me and too. me. <laughs> All right. Um I did have someone send me some as well. I have not pre-read them, so when I read them, it's gonna be me reading for the first oh, are time. Oh you're paying
2: people for material now, huh?
0: Oh A- absolutely. Absolutely. And his name is uh, John and I don't have to pay him except with love. Um, so, I'm, But I'm going to read one of mine first. So, Ryan, John, thank you guys for letting me pitch this movie. Uh, I hope you love it as much as uh, I think the people will.
2: <clears throat> Jay's getting his voice ready.
0: In the heart of Andy's room, an unsettling transformation is taking place. The toys that once brought joy and laughter have awakened a supernatural presence. When the lights go out and the room plunges into shadow, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and their toy companions come to life, but their intentions have become far from playful. As strange and hair-raising phenomena descend upon the room, Andy begins to suspect that his cherished toys have now taken on a sinister life of their own. The toy box is no longer a place of comfort. It's become a realm of spine-tingling suspense. Get ready for a toy refying adventure where the boundaries between childhood wonder and eerie imagination blur, and Andy's toys become possessed by malevolent spirits. It's a playdate you won't forget. The Conjuring for the haunted toy box, rated PG. <laughs> toy <Toy-ifying.
1: Rated> PG. <laughs> toyifying. Should have been PG
0: 13.
3: That just gave me an interesting idea. Like, what if Andy knew the toys were alive the whole time, but he just acted like he did it, though? So he was just always paranoid to walk into rooms and see the toys alive and stuff like that? It's like, uh, uh, I'm in this room.
2: <coughs> oh, you god, like guys! when you go to the fridge at night and you run back to your room because you think people are behind you?
3: Right. Yes. Conjuring
1: fool. Nice. Nice. Michael? All right. <coughs> We're going to start out with one that's a little politically charged, shall we? <laughs> oh, thank you. <clears throat> the son of a Chinese warrior and a Latina cantina maid, Jose Kimchi Gutierrez finds that his home is, be- <laughs> is being walled off to the surrounding world. Jose and his best friend Enrique team up to fight this brutal dictator and superpower head on. What transpires next is a race against time and a struggle to survive as these best friends break down walls together. Matt Damon stars as Jose Kimchi Gutierrez and presents Nicolas Cage as Enrique Guatemala in The Great Wall 2, South of the Border.
0: <laughs> 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 hey Matt Damon, how many races do you want to play in one movie? <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> We've got this idea. <laughs> oh, <my God.
2: laughs> oh, that would be great.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: oh, oh, that
0: hurts. That's a good one. That would be I my
1: dream, that that was bad.
2: dream movie. Right what there. the?
0: What the heck
1: was his name? <laughs> Jose Kimchi Gutierrez. <laughs> it's like still they, also, they only call him like, by his full
2: know. name in the whole movie.
0: Jose Kimchi I like, Gutierrez. <laughs> I was like, let me just take a drink of coffee. And he, once you said the name, I almost viewed it everywhere. I was going to ruin my laptop. Oh, man. That was good. That was a good Strong one. start. Yep. Strong start. That's pretty good all right um i've got one from um um one that john wrote i'm gonna read it oh my gosh this first time reading it it was a hollywood romance for the ages a young starlet marries the biggest actor of all time and together they fall in love and have a child all seems perfect too perfect until one day she realizes his religious views are dangerous. This summer, witness the true story behind Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise. <laughs> In So You Married a Scientologist, <laughs> the Katie Holmes story. Ugh. I couldn't do that. <laughs>
1: That probably will be a lifetime movie pretty soon here. <laughs> that 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 movie is probably all too real.
3: Oh, yeah. oh man. We redesigned
1: Oh,
0: the sequel's gonna be about Danny Masterson for sure. Oh That's good.
3: yeah.
0: Oh. All right. here we go.
1: <clears throat> you saw him succeed in committing the greatest mind heist of all time. Now dom cobb must face a new challenge when dom awakens to find himself trapped inside of a dream he scrambles to figure a way out there's just one problem he has no idea whose mind he's in as dangerous obstacles mount dom must decrypt private secrets to learn not just how to escape but from whom he is escaping from this summer Leonardo DiCaprio stars in Inception Two. Whose mind is it anyway? <laughs>
0: That's a good title. I'm just imagining. <laughs> a real uh, good title.
3: Mike Myers on the floor going, "Help! I'm
0: stuck in a peanut." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And All the ones I wrote, by the way, we're we're about a week removed from Halloween, and so all of mine are based on kids' movies as if they were Halloween movies. Set in an age when dinosaurs ruled the earth, Littlefoot and his friends embark on a journey that will lead them into the heart of darkness. The Great Valley, once a sanctuary, has become a land of eerie silence and encroaching dread. As the once picturesque landscape turns into a terrifying wilderness, the young dinosaurs must confront an unspeakable evil. A mysterious force lurks in the shadows, and they soon realize that they are not alone. The land is haunted by a creature more fearsome, more malevolent than any sharp tooth. Get ready for an epic adventure filled with heart suspense and unimaginable horrors where the prehistoric world becomes a playground for his bone-chilling prehistoric nightmares. The Land Before Time 37, The Dawn of the Fredosaurus Cracks, G. <laughs> Very
1: cute.
2: Very cute. Thank you. It probably is about 37. There's a ton of them. Movies. There's a lot
1: of those. <clears throat> The last time we saw Benjamin Mee He was running a mildly successful zoo After working hard To acquire a pair of giraffes The zoo saw a massive Increase in popularity But the struggle Was far from over Ben soon realizes that their Profits are being hindered By a lack of secure infrastructure For their guests What transpires is a race against time to solidify the needed permits and materials to maximize the park's potential. This Christmas, join Matt Damon and Flavor Flav in We Bought a Zoo Too, Now We Bought a Parking Lot. Movie
2: voice guy can make any movie sound good.
0: (laughs) I I guess I'll watch. I don't don't have anything going on. That would be like what you
3: find in the five dollar bin at Walmart. (laughs) Yeah, like I gotta watch
0: that. I don't even think it'd be worth (laughs) five dollars, John. Speaking of John, streaming on Tubi. Streaming on Tubi. (sighs) It looks like we have a uh, um, a documentary from John. It was a normal motorcycle ride. He has done it a thousand times. His life was perfect until that one fateful night when he crashed and slammed his head on the pavement. He laid in a coma for weeks. The doctors prepared everyone for the worst. But all of a sudden, his heart started beating again. He beat the odds. And to the surprise of the doctors, he made a full recovery. It wasn't easy for him to be normal after this experience. Witness the true tale of a Hollywood icon full of inspiring quotes and life lessons. Here's a quote. It's good to dress up like a hot dog and through a bullhorn scream, the first wiener is free! And... The thing about taking pictures of me in the daylight, you will not see my teeth because I am a vampire with a day pass. You should get some duct tape to cover your neck. You'll be safe with me. This fall, witness the truth of a real American hero, Buttered Sausages, the Gary Busey story. (laughs) (laughs) Buttered sausage. Are those real quotes from him? (laughs) That's what it pulled up. Oh, my God. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Buttered sausage. Garabuse.
3: It's me, Garibushi.
1: The last time we saw Turl, he was overthrown by the humans in his insurrection to take over planet Earth. But when Turl escapes from his high security cell in Fort Knox, he flees to a remote part of the Earth. As he works to rebuild allies and resources, he is staging his last stand against the wretched humans who defeated him. Come see the epic conclusion to the most beloved story of all time. John Travolta, Hugh Jackman, and Nicole Kidman star in Battlefield Earth 2, Battlefield Perth.
0: Australia <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm literally sitting here like who's turtle? I'm like, I'm trying to think of what movie this is. That was good.
1: Battlefield Perth with a P Perth. Yeah.
0: Yep. Australia. Oh, yeah. Australia. That was good. It's yeah. witty. That's a little witty. Toilet, a little a little wordplay. A, word <clears throat> a celestial, a Martian, an alien. It finds itself abandoned, trapped on a foreign planet, being chased by a group of scientists who want to dissect its body. As it runs and hides, it stumbles into the backyard of an unassuming human, and he innocently throws a ball back and forth with his new friend. This extraterrestrial was just trying to find his way home. Instead, he found his way into the clutches of one of the most evil, sinister serial killers of all time. This Halloween, follow the journey of E.T. as he is constantly terrorized by this relentless and nightmarish killer. Whose sinister plans defy comprehension. Will E.T. ever find his way home? E.T. vs. Jeffrey Dahmer. Rated R. Oh. Yeah. oh man!
3: I was a hundred percent hoping you were going to do Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bill was based on Jeffrey Dahmer. Put the on the I'm just imagining poor little Et running from. Her. <laughs> I just, see his,
2: I just see his head going up over that hole
0: <laughs> I also thought about he finds, like some, he, he finds some of the victims And starts healing them <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's like I'm trying to kill them <laughs> And he's healing their wounds
3: hey. Hey. E.T. Oh, I'm you up in <laughs> All
2: right <clears throat> Weren't they making another E.T. movie? I hope not I thought I read they were okay.
1: No one could have thought That William Wallace would have survived Such a brutal and torturous Execution But everyone seemed to underestimate Just how brave He was (laughs) In the far (laughs) In the far reaches of the countryside William is nursed back to health By a goat farmer named Leroy William must now avenge his near-death experience and jumpstart his quest for revenge, redemption, and freedom. Mel Gibson and Fran Drescher star in Braveheart Two: Bravehearter with a
0: Vengeance. <laughs> I'm just trying to hear Fran's voice. William, William, you need, you're not here. Oh my gosh! Your head got chopped off. <laughs> all right here back to john uh looks like we have another documentary okay a seventh degree black belt in aikido he conquered all of japan and set his sights on america specifically hollywood In the 90s and early 2000s, he was the biggest name in action movies. Now in 2023, he is the biggest 7th degree black belt in Aikido. Hollywood sure loves a comeback story. Witness this action icon take back Hollywood with one slow chop at a time in the year's hottest documentary, Long, live long and eat hard. The comeback of Steven Seagal. There's always room for more. <laughs> live long, eat hard. That's good.
1: Uh, I'll get this yawn out of the way. Okay. All right. I don't know if this one's going to make the final or not.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: I went for broke on this one. In this alternate universe, these two lovers who seem to be certainly soulmates endured the unthinkable. Falling out of love, Allie leaves Noah and hitchhikes her way to the inner city, Brooklyn, where she meets Joe. Joe and Allie have been dating on and off for years. They, we drop in in the middle of a fight. Stop thinking about all these want, what they want and thinking about your own what do you want? It's not that simple, Joe. Listen here, you need to tell me what you want. Suddenly, a woman steps in and says, sounds like y'all need some help. Come see the love story after the love story. Join us this president's day. Samuel L. Jackson, Rachel McAdams, and Tyler Perry star in Quentin Tarantino's The Notebook 2, Medea Saves a Relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I'll go to that Medea movie. It was so, so, so
0: messy. Meta. <laughs> it's so messy. <meta>. It's just. <laughs>
2: I've never heard a preview going right to a scene. <laughs>
1: yeah, it I didn't know like, how to drop into it.
0: No, I liked it. Oh Don't my edit gosh. that at all. <laughs> oh, for the love of God, please do. <laughs> how are you oh. doing? <laughs> all right, here's my last one. Within the walls of this magical factory, an entire world lives within. Candy mountains, giant gummy bears, snozberries that taste like snozberries, and the infamous Chocolate River. But also lurking behind these walls are an abused and mistreated race of tiny people. They're tired of being treated like slaves, working for an egotistical, narcissistic plant manager named Willie. This Halloween, watches the tiny, orange, circus-peanut-looking mother people exact revenge on the human race that mistreated them and abused them. Willie is hosting a tour of the plant, and the Oompa Loompas will pick off every man and child one by one in horrifying graphic ways, making it look like factory accidents. Will they finally kill their way to freedom? Find out when you watch... The Oompa Loompas and the Emancipation of the Chocolate Factory, rated R. <laughs>
3: now there's a ah. uh, there's a YouTube channel called Corridor Corridor Crew, and they do like uh, video effects and stuff like that. And some segments they do is they take a movie and they make it rated R. And one of them was they took Willy Wonka and they made it rated R, and it shows like all the children dying graphically and stuff like that. <laughs> and that's pretty great.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right. The, w- it, it, even when you watch that now, you're like that. That's not OSHA approved. I don't think that's up. Yeah, this is really bad. <laughs> all
1: right. Bottom of the pudding cup here. After years of great success. Thriving exhibits of animals And the support of the local government Benjamin Mead didn't think anything could go wrong Suddenly, without warning The world shuts down due to the COVID-19 pandemic Despite Ben's best attempts The zoo falls on hard times due to lockdowns Social distancing and government cutbacks Come and see the epic conclusion to this story for the ages Matt Damon, Brigitte Nielsen And Jared Leto, starring We Bought a Zoo 3, We Lost a Zoo to Bank Foreclosure.
2: (laughs) Bridget Nielsen, the comeback. Comeback story we all needed.
0: Don't call it a comeback.
2: All right, cronies, that's it for tonight. Until next time,
3: peace. We out of here.
0: Thanks for joining us today on The Man-Child Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Man-Child Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.